Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first episode ever of the Zillennial Big Sis podcast, a podcast by Emma. I'm Emma, and I'm your host of the Zillennial Big Sis podcast. Do, 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 do. I don't have a theme song yet, but my sister's going to write it for me. Woo! That intro just sounded so much more serious than I am. Like, as a person, it sounds like I'm entering an NPR podcast. Like, this is the Zillennial Big Sis podcast. No, I'm literally recording in my older sister's bedroom. So, like, now our guest bedroom in the home. I'm hooked up to my MacBook, and I'm no joke using Google. <laughs> cool. I'm starting off the podcast in a really good way by stuttering. I'm literally using a guitar here, a microphone hooked up to my MacBook Air from, like, 2010 to record this. Like, I'm not that serious. This podcast is not that polished. But thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for listening. Whether you just stumbled across this podcast or you know me personally, thank you so much for joining. If you haven't heard the intro episode yet and you haven't um, gotten to listen to that, I would definitely give that a listen. It's more about me as a person and more about what you're going to be hearing on this podcast and a background, you know, what ZBS actually stands for and, you know, all that good, good stuff. So let's get into today's topic. To get everything started, the first episode, I'm talking about confidence and shooting your shot. As always on the Zillennial Big Sis podcast, I'm going to be giving my best big sister advice and honestly going to be pulling from my most important life experiences and just things that I've learned along the way. So let's get started. Big reason why I wanted to start talking about confidence was because it took a lot of confidence for me to do this. I've always wanted to make a podcast. It's always been the forum that attracts me the most. And even though I got a little bit of TikTok clout for maybe five seconds, that platform just like didn't work for me because I'm way too long winded and fitting things into a one minute video that fast and that quick. It's just something that was very difficult for me to figure out. So confidence is something that's super important. And the thing that I'm going to be talking about with confidence today is what it truly means to be confident and what is confidence versus cockiness and also how confidence plays in to shooting your shot. First things first, for some backstory on who I am as a person. So if you were to go back and you were to see a 10-year-old little Emma, she was awkward as shit. She was super tall. She was always overdeveloped and developing faster than anyone. I mean, in fourth grade, I'm pretty sure I was the tallest person in my class. I was chubby. I was super uncomfortable with my body and who I was. I was also a huge chatterbox. And even though I was super comfortable talking to people and you know having conversations with people, I had the worst stage fright. So whenever it would come time in choir class where we had to do, you know, a music, like a singing test in front of people, I would literally bust out laughing. And when it came time to be offered solos and things like that, up until late, late middle school, early high school, I would literally just completely be shaking in my boots. I could not do it at all. And it's super weird though, because even though I was a super social person, I really had problems with my confidence and because of that, I was really scared to put myself in front of people and put myself out there. And something that's also really interesting is I would say I got mildly bullied in middle school. My favorite was a group of guys when they would see me in the hallways, they love to stop and freeze and call me Medusa. Honestly, props to you, creative bullying. <laughs> okay. But it's super hard though, because at that time in my life, 
I just felt like shit about myself. I thought I was the grossest person on the face of the planet that no one would ever like me. And all I was, was just a second rate person and human being. So I had absolutely no confidence. And the reason why I bring up the like mildly bullied is not to make myself sound like a victim because if I'm going to be completely honest, I was not the kindest person in the world either. A lot of, you know, the self-deprecation came from my, like coming for myself and from myself, you know, I took that out on others as well. So I'm not saying that I've never been mean a day in my life because we all know that's not true. But the reason I bring that up is because Years later, um, my one of my best friends, you know, I've known her since middle school. We're still great friends today. Asked the guy and was like, why are you so mean to Emma? Like, why do you dislike Emma so much? And his response was, and I'll never forget it when she told me, was he said, I need to bring her down a peg. She's just too confident. And I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? I literally thought I was a terrible, disgusting human being. I mean, for God's sakes, I had a bob haircut and looked like a bad Mrs. Potato Head. Like, I thought I was the worst. I was doing terrible in school, like all these things. Where did you get this from that I had a lot of confidence And it was really, I don't know to this day where he got that from, but it's so interesting. The way that people see you on the outside is never, ever the way that you see yourself. And it's super important to remember that people see you differently. You look at yourselves through a much harsher lens if you are actually real to yourself. If you look at yourself and you think that you are absolutely perfect, no flaws, that might be narcissism. And you should definitely talk to someone about that because that's not normal. Most people look at themselves and are like, shit, I'm, you know, too short or too tall, too fat, too ugly, not smart enough, don't have enough money. And lack of confidence and insecurities in ourselves really hold us back from doing what we want to do most in this life and really holds us back from taking risks. It's so interesting though, because even today when I talk to people, you know, you know, when you're sitting with your friends and then later you go, Oh, what, what did you think about me? You know, what was your first reaction to meeting me? Almost every single person says they were intimidated by me or thought I was super confident. And literally that just comes from being an outgoing person, I think. I mean, I can't really explain why they thought that, but it's super weird because even when I'm at my absolute lowest, people tend to think I'm a more confident person. And I really think it just comes down to the fact that I put it all out there. And that's what I want to kind of get to the core being today. I'm not a perfect person, but I'm going to be talking about confidence on a deeper level. So to be truly confident in yourself is not only loving yourself, it's not only saying, oh, I'm beautiful, you know, I'm talented, I'm gifted. It's not just about that. That's not true confidence. True confidence is being able to look at your flaws and looking at places where you've had shortcomings and where you're going to struggle and be able to say, yeah, I see this about myself. I understand this about myself and I still love myself and I love myself enough to want to work on that. Truly confident people are harder to knock down because they understand their value as a person and they understand that if they get knocked down, they can build themselves back up because they see who they are as a person. So external factors hurt them less. 
and this I know is not on a medical professional. I'm not a medical professional. I'm not a psychological professional at all. So there are a lot of different factors. You know, mental health is a really big one in this. And, you know, struggling with your mental health can really, really like create a struggle with your confidence. And these things are really important to remember. Honestly, so messed up that as a society, we expect people to present themselves in the most perfect form possible. You know, when you go into an interview, for example, for a job, one of the things that they ask you is, what are your strengths and what are your weaknesses? And every time someone answers the what are the weaknesses questions, they say, oh, it's just I work too hard. Oh, I'm a perfectionist. Like you literally don't want to say a weakness because our society has conditioned us to say, if you are weak or if you have any weaknesses at all, you cannot be a strong person. You struggle a lot and you are not valuable in society, which is so backwards and so messed up. And it's something that we really need to work on reconditioning people and reconditioning our brains to say, it's okay to have weaknesses. But what's even better is if you have a weakness and you know that about yourself and you present ways to help it. So if you were in a job interview, you know, a truly confident person would be like, you know, I have a weakness of, you know, being a little forgetful sometimes, but I work on this and I make sure that it doesn't affect my work because I write lists and I set reminders on my phones. So you say, I'm aware of my shortcomings but here's how I'm helping to fix them. And that's going to go ways and volumes. But when it comes to being a confident person, to be a truly confident person, you're going to always constantly having to be working with yourself. You're constantly going to have to look inward in yourself and see how you are as a person and how your actions affect other people. And this is what I want to get into is the key difference between a confident person and a cocky person or like a conceited person. So to me, the biggest difference between, between being confident and cocky is a confident person sees who they are. They understand what they can bring to the table but when they make a mistake or they have a weakness, they own up to those things. They don't blame other people. They don't blame external factors because they know that they can make mistakes. They know that they're a valuable person, that they're strong, that they're beautiful, that they're intelligent and that they're great, but they know that they can make mistakes. And because they're confident in themselves, they don't push that on other people and they don't push that on external factors. Instead, they say, here's what happened. This is how I'm going to fix it. And if I can't fix it, here's what I'm going to do to help. Right? So that's a confident person. But if you're cocky or you're conceited, you're the type of person that's going to say, oh, it's so-and-so's fault. It's always someone else's fault. It's always the world's fault. It's always someone else's fault. And this is not in any way possible applying to in situations where you have actually been a victim. This is where you have been the one who made the mistake, where you have been the one who caused a problem or hurt someone. With a person who has confidence they can see their shortcomings and they can, you know, hear when someone comes to them and said, you hurt me. Or when someone says, Hey, what you did was not good. You know, as a confident person, you can take that a little more than a cocky person, a cocky person. It is always someone else's fault. 
a cocky person is the person when they apologize, they sit there and they say, I'm sorry you feel that way. I'm sorry, not I'm sorry that I did something that affected you and I'm sorry for what I did. They're, I'm sorry you feel that way. That That's no, I didn't, or I didn't make a mistake, so I have nothing to apologize for. Or they're the ones who are wrong. They're sensitive. They're being dramatic. They're taking things the hard way. In relationships, you can really see people who are more cocky. And again, we can all teeter that line. You can see people who are more cocky versus confident a lot based on how they take criticism. People who are cocky will get criticism and automatically deflect it. Like there's no way that they could have been the ones who were wrong or there's no way that they could have been the ones who did something because they think that they are the top person. They think that they are always right, that they can do no wrong. And as people, we have to understand that we can teeter that line. A confident person can easily slide over to being a cocky person or a conceited person, you know, anytime. It's not a one or done. You're not put in a group or a box and you're there forever because we're constantly changing, constantly evolving. So it's a balance. You have to be humble, but also know what you bring to the And my number one tip in growing in your confidence of yourself is to know that the road is not linear. As human beings, it's not taking a step forward and taking a step back. You know, we're just living. There can be good days. There can be bad days. But being a confident person is learning to love yourself anywhere. You can love yourself as a person and know you need to move forward or know you need to make a change. Being confident is being, you know, satisfied with you as a whole, flaws and all. And my number one tip is, you know, reminding yourself when you're having those bad days, when you're feeling like absolute shit, when you're messing up in your professional life, or, you know, you feel like you've been single for too long, or you think that you don't look good enough, things like that. When you have those bad days, remind yourself, it's okay. It's okay. You can be confident and you can still have things that you don't like about yourself. It's not an end goal. Confidence does not have an an ending or a finish line at all. And so now that we talked about that part of it, we're going to get in to, you know, the meat of this episode, the juicy stuff. Not shooting your- we're going to be talking about shooting your shot specifically in a romantic way, not a professional way. Um, going for things that you want can go anyway, but this is specifically romantic. And the reason why I wanted to tie these two concepts together is having confidence, at least, you know, a good amount of self-confidence is very important when shooting your shot. You know, a big part of shooting your shot is being confident in yourself because a big part of shooting your shot is potentially facing, facing rejection from other people. So let's get started. Let's get into it. Let's dive in to shooting your shot. So the Zillennial Big Sis is all about telling my stories. And this is something that some people may find really embarrassing, but I personally don't. It's an example of me following and not following my advice at the same time. For some backstory, I graduated college this May. The person that I'm talking about is a year younger than me. So they are still in college and I live at home with my parents due to COVID. That'll be a story for another day. But that's the backstory. That's what you need to know. That's your context. While I was in college, probably around like my junior year, I would say, definitely my junior year, I saw this guy, right? 
So my junior year, I saw this guy for the first time. I think it was at like a philanthropy event. One of my friends, my sorority, was friends with him. And, you know, I saw this man and I was like, hmm, he's different. I've not seen a guy like him really, like, really a lot ever. And I was very intrigued about this man. So as my junior year went on, I got to know this person more and more. And I can't lie, I developed a little bit of a crush, a little crushy poo on this guy. And it was super interesting because throughout the process... You know, we got to be, you know, better friends. You know, he went with me to my formal, all these things. And, you know, I cannot lie, developed a crush. But also this crush came and went, you know, there would be times that I was like, oh, I'm really feeling you. And there would be times that I really didn't think about it a lot. So it wasn't like for two years consistently, I'm pining over this guy. It was kind of like wishy-washy. Every once in a while, I'd pop back up and I'd be like, hey, he's cute. And, you know, my girlfriends, you know, they knew about it. I mean, every time I pop back up, I'd be like, you know, it's back. It's back like the plague. And, you know, I just tell them I'm, a, I'm an open book type of person. But I only talked to them about it. But after a while, I was like, okay, I need to do something different. Put out my feelers. But I didn't put out feelers in a direct way at all. I put out my feelers in the backwards way that I would not recommend doing. I mean, it's okay to get information. But for as long as I stayed on this stage of putting out feelers, Oh my gosh, I could have literally been a completely different person in a completely different situation. I was doing this forever. And he's in a fraternity and I have friends who are also in this fraternity. So I would talk to, you know, his fraternity brothers or his friends who, you know, I was friends with and I'd be like, hey, you know, who I think it's kind of cute. You know, I think it's kind of interesting and talk to them and I'd be like, you know what? Tell me, you know, report back to me. Tell me what you hear. Like, put out, like, these little questions. And I stayed in that phase for a long time. Eventually, I got absolutely nowhere with that. Everyone's response was like, honestly, we have no idea what he thinks about any girls at all, what he thinks about anything, because he's a very closed book. And I was like, okay, fair point. So after getting nowhere with that, um, when we'd go out to the bars, like with friends as a group, I'm not going to lie. Like I honestly flirted the hell out of things sometimes. I thought it was being very clear, being very straightforward. All these things were happening and you know, like we had a great time at my formal and I was like, oh my gosh, maybe, maybe he's feeling it too. But also I could be reading the signals wrong. And I also thought I was doing a really good job at flirting and being forward, but we are also both pretty drunk or like slightly intoxicated every time I was doing this. So I never did this like straight up in a sober moment. No, no, no. I always had the liquid courage. And because of that, I never got a clear answer. Like, was he into me? And I never figured it out. So time goes by and I still have nothing, no idea. Then I graduate amid COVID, which was super crazy. And again, I never got any answers. So I just kind of moved forward. Quarantine was weird, just all in itself. But I never shot my clear shot. I was always going backwards and sideways and doing anything that I could to not be clear and straight up with him and just be like, hey, how you feeling? So in quarantine, I was on like Tinder and Bumble and all those things. And I'd be talking to these people. And every once in a while, it would pop in my head. I'd be like, you know what? I never got closure with the situation with this guy, you know, it's August. And I talked to one of my friends who also happens to be in his fraternity about it. 
I pretty much told him every once in a while this pops into my head and he's absolutely the nicest person ever. You know, I've known him since elementary school and he tells me, no, I really wouldn't hold on to that, all this stuff. But me being the type of person I am, I said, no, I need to go straight to the source. And instead of going straight to the source, I went a backwards way. At the time, I was coming back from having the tiniest bit of TikTok clout. And I said, you know, yeah, TikTok's the place. TikTok is where I'm going to make my move. And there was this trend that went on where you'd make a video to this sound, where there was a sound would be like, I like you. I don't give up about your girlfriend, blah, 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 right? And there's like an edit of it where it goes, oh, you don't have one. And it's like, and I cannot lie. I thought it was clever. I thought this was like, ooh, clever shit. Like you're, you're onto something, Emma. I made this TikTok. I used a green screen picture of like when we went to formal together, you know, I'm looking busted as hell, bun, no makeup on, like sweats. It's just, I'm looking terrible, but I make this TikTok. I didn't even caption it. I literally captioned it hashtag green screen because that's the automatic hashtag that comes up when you post it. And I post it. And of course, my friends are my comments like boosting me up like, wow, so bold, like blah, blah, blah. Like literally they're my friends. Of course, they're going to say that. So I'm sitting there waiting and I hear nothing. So a few days goes by. Some of his friends had liked the video and I'm like, I'm still hearing nothing. So you know what? Maybe the indirect way of being direct is not the right thing. So I literally texted him this video, sent it straight to his phone. And it was, I think it was on a Tuesday, maybe a Monday. And five minutes goes by, I'm undelivered, you know, an hour goes by, I'm undelivered. A day goes by, then two days go by and I'm still on delivered radio silence. Like absolutely. I hear nothing about it. And I'm like, huh, interesting. So no response to me was a big response. Like he's not saying anything, like nothing, not even a question mark on the video. And in that moment, I'm so glad that I have my self-confidence because I, I like mentally prepared for rejection. And to me, no response said a lot. If I wasn't ready and like prepared for rejection, and if I wasn't confident in who I was, that would have literally taken me down absolutely 10 pegs. And I would have just felt like shit. But instead I was like, okay, I got my answer. Let's move forward. Well then ladies, the plot thickens. So I end up going to Ball State that Thursday. So a few days after this happens, and, you know, prior to that, no one's talking about the video from what I know of, you know, like it's not really a thing on anyone's radar. I find out that the morning that I get there, the video was sent in the fraternities group me. And when I tell you, I was shaking in my boots. I was literally sitting in the car of a smiley package liquor parking lot because I was supposed to go to the house and talk to one of my friends there. And I was sitting there and I was like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Are you kidding me? It got posted in the, the group me, which what did I expect? It's a TikTok that I'm making about a brother. Like, of course, they're going to post it in the group me. So I didn't realize, but it's like the day that I get there, I was like literally already planning on going to the house, all this. And I'm like, I'm embarrassed. Like at this moment, I had to keep reminding myself, Emma, you knew that this could happen. You knew that people could talk about it. You knew what could happen. So it's okay. So I was sitting there and I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't go. I can't go. And my friend's in the car and she's like, Emma, it's fine. Just go. So we like sneak into the back of the house to go to her brother's room. 
and I'm sitting there and I'm literally hiding in this room. Like I hid. And in that moment, I was like, Emma, you're not being the confident queen that you actually are. Like, why are you so scared? I was so scared of not even this person's rejection, but other people talking about me and like talking shit about me or making fun of me that I was like hiding. Girl, that's not it. That's not the confidence. That's not the confidence that I preach and that I practice every single day. But I realized like, that's okay. So I'm sitting there in this bedroom and I end up leaving, um, you know, after a while, after talking to my friends and stuff. And I'm like, you know what? I'm so glad that I didn't hide from that. You know, even though I was literally shaking in my boots and ran and hid, at least I went and saw my friends. Cause if I would have just walked away, if I would have just walked away, I wouldn't be facing a potential fear. And I would just like have that lingering over my head for a long time. So I just went in and you know what? From what I have heard from that, like nothing bad was said about me. I don't know if the person who told me that is lying, but also at the same time, I don't care. Like, I don't care what they think about me because I know who I am. I have a strong group of friends. I have a strong support system. And if they don't like me or if they want to talk shit about me, they just don't need to be in my life. And like... It's so crazy that for so long, I was so nervous to say anything that I was like, just, I didn't, while I was at school, I was like, there's too much to lose. Like, what if I'm embarrassed that I waited until I graduated college? You know what? They're going to always be things to lose. If you were pining over someone like your best friend or you're pining over someone that you're really liking that, you know what, is in a class with you or something. Yeah, there's always something to lose if you get rejected. But what are you really losing? Are you getting embarrassed? Are you losing a friend? Like, what is it? So there's always something to lose. And there's always something that you could be risking. But there is always something to gain. If you care about something enough to make a risky move, then there's something to gain. There's something at the end of the tunnel. But... When there are situations that there's nothing to risk and you just play your life safe all the time, how do you expect to grow? How do you expect yourself to get any further? When it comes to shooting your shot, you just have to be ready to be rejected. And if you're not rejected, then congratulations. But if you are, when you are confident in yourself, it doesn't sting as bad. And even if it stings, it doesn't last very long because you know who you are. You know what your worth is. And that is something that is so important to remember. This specific scenario, yeah, I didn't get a traditional closure just coming from his mouth, but I got closure for myself. I realized, okay, cool. This isn't going to work. So I'm going to move forward. And that's completely okay. Not every situation is going to end with a rejection, but you're never going to know if you don't go for things. You're never going to know if you don't just put yourself out there on the line. Like he didn't owe me anything. He doesn't owe me a response or an explanation, even though that would have been nice. I got what I needed regardless. I figured things out for myself, regardless of the response. If you sit there and you wait for things to happen to you and you wait for opportunities to come, you are going to be going to the grave waiting. You will never have something come to you just by sitting around. Start taking risks. I mean, this is advice that I need more than ever right now. And I know I'm giving it and I'm dishing it, but I need to take it too. Every single day, we need to remind ourselves that to be truly confident doesn't mean to be perfect. 
that to be truly confident doesn't mean that you're the most beautiful person in the room, that you're the smartest person in the room, or that you're the richest. That's not what confidence is. Confidence isn't being number one. Confidence confidence is being one with yourself. It's understanding yourself wholly, and it's loving yourself wholly, loving those flaws and knowing that you are not on a linear process, that life is not just one straight line. There's no going backwards or forwards in life. There is just living it. Bum, 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 bum. This is the outro song for the time being until I get a good one. Thank you so much for listening to my first episode ever of the Zillennial Big Sis podcast. I'm not kidding when I tell you I'm so excited for what I'm about to embark on. And it's not going to always just be me talking. I have plans for bringing on super fun guests and super important people in my life. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate all of you. This was episode one of the Zillennial Big Sis podcast, a podcast by Emma. Okay, go crush it week. Go crush it week. Shit, what a terrible exit. Okay, I'm done. (laughs) See you next week. Bye-bye.